0: All right, welcome back to What's My Line? I'm your host, Chris Lemtree. We're on episode 15, and I couldn't think of a better way to celebrate 15 episodes than to talk about the 15th anniversary of one of my favorite TV shows, Lost. And now i thought of so many people I can bring on, but the best person, and honestly, I, I know I say this, but all of my guests, like, oh, this is my favorite person, this is my favorite person, this is my favorite person, that. This is legit one of my favorite people ever. My favorite person we have ever, ever worked with, whether it be in a movie theater, at a hotel, on set, offset, the best person ever. Sarah Beau, how's it going?
1: Hey, Chris. <laughs> You're so sweet.
0: I <laughs> said, so, did you love that intro?
1: Yeah, that was very nice of you.
0: Yeah. I also love
1: working with you. <laughs> oh,
0: thank you. Thank you. I was actually thinking about singing my, uh, my Sarah Beau song as my intro, but not a lot of people would get it, and my singing voice has only gotten worse of age, so yeah, <laughs> That I would spare everybody this.
1: Hey, that's okay. That was still very sweet.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm glad. I'm glad to have you on my show, coming to you, I've got to say, coming to you live from the studios out in North Hollywood, California, but you're in Portland, Oregon at the moment. How are how's things in Portland?
1: Uh, it's actually sunny. It's so bright right now. <laughs>
0: Really? Uh, actually, it's when we're recording today. It's actually raining right now.
1: <laughs> we traded weather. Yeah, that's pretty funny.
0: How long have you been in Portland now?
1: Um, it'll be nine years in May, so eight years. Nine
0: years! Wow. Yeah. Or yeah, you know, eight years now, but yeah, nine—almost nine years. It's insane.
1: Yeah, that's insane. It really is.
0: Now, before before we get to Loth, let's talk about let's talk about you going to Portland. What was why Portland of all places?
1: Um, well, Jared and I took a road trip after I graduated high school, and the original destination was Seattle, as I had always known I wanted to move out of Texas. Um, and we stopped in Portland and really loved it. And then we stopped in Seattle as well, and we were there for about a week. And it's it's nice enough. Um, But it's definitely more expensive, and it just was a bigger city feel than we were hoping for. Um, And then we looked into Portland further, and it's just such a great location for if you want to go to the coast or the mountains. There's every type of terrain imaginable within like an hour or two from Portland. So we're like, yep, that's the place. It's also cheaper and (laughs) smaller town feel. So, really nice place.
0: (laughs) Gotcha, gotcha. Also, speaking of Jared, your amazing, amazing husband, you guys have been together, what, for a bajillion years by now, right?
1: A bajillion, that's accurate. Um, 13, 13 years. Be 14 in July, yeah.
0: Happy 14.
1: Yeah, (laughs) lucky 13.
0: (laughs) Now, you mentioned Seattle, so I mentioned how you – introduced me to Lost, but you also introduced me to Twilight. So, so there's some good and you also introduced me to some bad as well too. Uh
1: yeah, Twilight's pretty awful, but I also still love it. <laughs> I actually still haven't gone to Forks yet, and you know, being here for eight years you'd think I would have done that by now.
0: I thought that would be one of the first things you've done.
1: It's five hours from here, so <laughs> Still I mean still not that far, like, you know, didn't to Austin, but you know, it's too much.
0: <laughs> do you ever do you ever go to Seattle a lot?
1: Uh we used to. I actually haven't been in quite a while. We kind of have an aversion to Seattle now. <laughs> we had some not some uh fun trips out there, so <laughs>
0: Oh, not so – okay, but I got to hear a story. What's what's one of these not-so-fun trips?
1: Um, Actually, I think it was about – it was on my time hop recently. I think either four or five years ago, we went to Seattle to see Ben Gibbard um, with a friend, Megan. And that show was amazing. Wonderful. Wonderful night. The next day, we went to Pike's Place Market, and her car got broken into – and it had Jared's backpack in it, which had his PSP in it, a bunch of games. Just not great. Not great. And then traffic is so terrible. And <laughs> it just it left us with not a great experience for that one. And, again, it's just traffic, honestly, is blah. <laughs> but you understand that in L.A.
0: <laughs> True. Yeah, traffic is... Uh... Can be can be a pain sometimes here.
1: Oh, for sure, especially when it's raining, huh?
0: Uh yeah. Actually, I haven't got out in the in the traffic in the rain yet, but I'm, I'm not looking forward to it. Because you know how people are when when water falls from the sky. Oh my God! I just forget how to drive. Oh no, water's falling. What what am I gonna do?
1: Yeah. Well, it's not common there, but it that still happens. That's still the reaction here in Oregon when it rains nine months of the year. <laughs>
0: It's ridiculous. Uh, <laughs> oh, anyways, well, let's get to the main topic of the show. So today's topic is like I said, this year was the 15th anniversary of Lost, and Cerebo was actually the person who introduced me to Lost. I always wondered how did you get into Lost? Or was that did you start right at the beginning or did someone else bring you into it?
1: Um, so I started at the very beginning. The connection here is that I am also a huge Lord of the Rings fan. <laughs> And Dominic Monaghan played Mary in Lord of the Rings. And so I pretty much followed all of those actors around. And I saw he had a show coming up, which was Lost. And the very first episode I was there watching it and I was like, Oh, so excited, and then knew it was going to be amazing from there on.
0: When you so what was the first moment that you were hooked with Lost? Oh God.
1: Um I'd say by the end of the first episode, because there are just so many mysteries and the pilot episode is just so amazing. There's so much going on. And then you're yeah, you're just hooked by the inks. You're like, wait, where are they? What's going on? Ah
0: No, yeah, the pilots I still I I've recently rewatched the entire series again. And the pilot still holds up in 2019. And like you said, like within like the first like the, yeah, the first when the pilot just hits like those first moments of the plane crash and everything, all the chaos running around, you're just immediately hooked.
1: Yeah, oh, such a good episode and show.
0: <laughs> who was your first favorite character? Like when the who? What was the character like? Spoke okay. This is this is my per- was it was it Charlie who Don McManus played?
1: Yeah, I really loved Charlie in the beginning um, automatically because obviously he's Mary. Lord of the Rings, um, but when they started developing more characters I'd probably say Hurley and and then later on Sawyer and and I don't know how far you how far into the season do you want to get on this question
0: uh, oh, we'll, so. yeah we'll, we'll, we'll just we'll just keep going we'll go through the whole the whole series but okay. um, well, but then, yeah for, for now, like but for now like the first like the first season who are who are your characters season.
1: Yeah Charlie Hurley. Were my favorites, <laughs> and I really—I mean, I obviously enjoyed Jack and Kate in Locke, um, but maybe not as much of a connection there.
0: Well, you're you're forgetting uh, an important character that I always thought you were a fan of, uh, Boone, played by uh, Ian Somerhalder.
1: Yeah, that's because I just also finished rewatching the first season, and he's so annoying. <laughs> <laughs> He wasn't a terrible character, but just looking back on it now, that was more for like attraction. He's very good looking.
0: <laughs> uh, uh, you're you're a fan of the uh, what do they call it in Vampire Diaries? The Schmolder's Salt Summer, something some like that.
1: I'm not sure. I only watched like the first two seasons of that show.
0: <laughs> no, when I um when I was first watching Lost, the like I said, the, the pilot hooked me and then like the very, the end of the pilot when they're talking to, well, the sec like part two of the pilot, when they're like hearing the French, uh, the French distress signal. Yeah. And then Charlie has that epic line of guys, where are we? And it's like, okay, I'm interested. <laughs> yeah. But the episode that really got me was the lock episode. When it, when it ends of him revealing that he's been in, he's been in a wheelchair yeah. and he's suddenly able to walk again. That's when I was like, oh, Moke, okay, there's something going on here
1: yeah yeah they there's just so many mysteries to the island and even even through the end they didn't get to answer some of those but that's yeah especially after that it's hard to not keep watching Ugh,
0: yeah. it's, it's, cra- it's crazy like especially those first couple episodes i don't know how many people know this but like Matthew Fox's character, Jack, was originally supposed to die in the pilot. Mm-hmm. And he was supposed to be played by Michael Keaton. Like, mm-hmm. can you imagine the show without Jack?
1: Yeah, you can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> it begins and ends with him.
0: Uh, and especially, and no, no offense to Evangeline Lilly, she's, she's a great actress, she's great. But oh, yeah. the fact that they were going to, Kate was supposed to be the main character. and I, I, just, I don't think it would have worked as well if it was Kate as a lead.
1: Yeah, well, she still has just a very interesting backstory as well, but uh, she probably doesn't have the strong moral pull that maybe they were looking for.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. You were like, Jack being a doctor really did kind of help his story because you were kind of, he was like, yeah, the, the, the obvious leader of the group. And yeah, Kate being the fugitive, it just wouldn't have worked as well as hers in the lead role.
1: Yeah, I'm not a leader quality to be constantly running away. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so we talk about characters you loved. Who are the characters you hated at, at first?
1: Um, well, you always have to go with Nikki and Paulo.
0: But they they weren't till season three. We'll we'll get to the Nikki and Paulo stuff. Yeah, we'll get just we'll get Nikki and Paulo in a second because
1: Okay yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's a whole segment on that one. Um I would probably say, Jin, you know, just initially before you get his story, because I mean that's that's still cultural stuff too, but he was an asshole, <laughs> and Sawyer, I mean, again, until they get more into his backstory, he's such a jerk um art Arst,
0: <laughs> oh, Dr. Arst, yeah, yeah,
1: he's also so very condescending and <laughs> yeah they're, they're probably my least favorite in the beginning
0: you know it's that's a, and again to go back to with loss it's it's so great how they could turn characters because they were positioning you to hate those characters at the beginning like you didn't get jen's story until like the 17th episode of the season of the first episode or uh, the 17th episode of the first season you didn't get stories yeah. episodes like episode like nine and you were like positioned like hey i really hate this character i hate but then you find out there's so many different layers to them like Lost and Lost never gets its credit, but I think they changed the game when it comes to like storytelling and how how television filmed because I Look. can't. I mean, I'm sure there were, but I can't remember anything before where you had like the main story, but then you'd have like flashbacks continuing, you like being continued to be used as a storytelling device.
1: Yeah, yeah. Lost did such an amazing job with character development and stories and just connecting you to those characters, too, and that's yeah. probably why I love it so much. <laughs> yeah, it's just so such look, a great show. They did such a good job.
0: Yeah, yeah, and then, like, when you get, like, further into the season when they first introduced, like, the others, like, the Ethan character,
1: mm-hmm. when,
0: like, I just remember her, when Hurley's, like, running by, like, Jack, did we found somebody who wasn't on the plane? Just like, what? Yeah. Like, he kidnaps Claire and nearly kills Charlie. That's when again the show just takes it to a whole new level.
1: Yeah, there's just they have so many mysteries. You gotta you gotta stay and watch.
0: <laughs> now I know you you only watched it because uh, or you started watching because of Dominic Monaghan, but were you a JJ Abrams fan before?
1: Uh, no, I don't believe I was. I definitely am now, and I trust in his decisions um but no not before that I didn't watch um what was the Jennifer Garner one uh Alias yeah I never watched that or anything I probably should
0: <laughs> yeah I've actually I never I've seen Alias but I never like watched it religiously but I knew JJ from uh, Felicity that was the, the JJ <laughs> show I first watched uh
1: huh yeah I never watched that one either I feel like I was too young when that one came out.
0: Yeah, no, it's very like came out in like '99. It's very like college oriented, but I was a rebellious kid. And I just decided <laughs> to watch it. <laughs> but no, Felicity was good until like, and this is where it gets weird. Season four, they introduced time travel in the show. Yeah, trust uh-huh. me, it's uh-huh. a thing.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I would have never pictured that for Felicity, from what I remember of it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah. It's, it's 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 weird, but but yeah, no, JJ had a hand on this hand on this show. I mean, I think people kind of overestimate how much he did on the show because he he just worked on the pilot and he kind of oversaw things, but really yeah, it was
1: the Damon
0: Lindelof and uh, Carlton C- Hughes who were behind this. Yeah. So, yeah. How, since you reached, watched the first season, how would you like rewatching it in 2019? How would you re rank it?
1: I think it's still amazing. Still, it's still my favorite out of any show I've watched. It's they did such a good job with the first season.
0: I love it. And the first season, it, got it. Ends in it ends in such a big way with Boone dying, and then the whole thing with the hatch. I just yeah, when Boone died, I was like, and what? Walt it, being
1: kidnapped.
0: Yeah, yeah, Walt being kidnapped, like <laughs> Michael yelling
1: Walt. Yeah. <laughs> The info is fine.
0: People talk today about how Game of Thrones, people die all the time Game of Thrones, but Lost was the first show to really, like, kill characters that you were attached to.
1: Yeah, main characters, for sure.
0: Like, I know you said you hated Boone, but by the time Boone went, I was starting to really get attached to him, you know?
1: Yeah, yeah, and it was so early on, too, that you didn't get to see more of his character development. You know? (sighs) Uh.
0: But like like Locke says in the show, it was a sacrifice the island demanded.
1: Yep, yep, it sure did demand that sacrifice. Oh my gosh, because I have to go back on um, someone I hated and still hate is Shannon.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. No, I I That's never.
1: Why I don't care for Boone as much anymore either.
0: <laughs> I never never care for Shannon, and then and then again we'll get later to this, but with, with what they do for at the end.
1: Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mm-hmm.
0: But, like, so, like I said, Boone dies and it leads, it has a bigger purpose because you find out later on, the night that he dies, it led to a very inspirational moment for one of my favorite characters, Desmond. Like, mm-hmm. it's, it's revealed later in season two, the night Boone died, Locke is like banging on the hatch, like, what, you know, cursing out, like, what is, what's his purpose? What's his meaning? And you find out later that was the night Desmond almost killed himself. Mm-hmm. So, I, I like that little, like, tieback. was like, okay, it really was a sacrifice to Alan demanded because if that didn't happen, Desmond would have, you know, did, you know, offed himself yeah. or something,
1: Hopefully. and then he
0: wouldn't have pressed, yeah, he wouldn't have pressed the buttons, and then the island would have gone, boom.
1: Well, and Aaron was born that night, too.
0: Yeah, exactly, yeah. Circle of life.
1: Yep.
0: <laughs> when, he, okay. when they first introduced Desmond, what were your first thoughts on him?
1: Um nerve-wracking because you know you don't know who he is and then you see Jack's episode where they're they meet each other and then that just ties you in even more too because like oh my god somebody I know from off of the island that's insane
0: yeah I, I like how that episodes it's, I've, it's titled man of science man of faith mm-hmm. and I know people think it's supposed to be okay like Jack's the man of science and Locke's the man of faith but it's really about Jack being both. And mm-hmm. Desmond being revealed at the end really ties it all together. Because like, okay, this is the guy that you met so many years prior. to, and now you see him again, all like on this a random island of all places. That yeah. has the means to, mean something, you know?
1: Yeah. Oh, it certainly does. <laughs> now,
0: yeah. Season two also brought us the the tail section of the plane,
1: mm-hmm. where you
0: got like your characters like Anna Lucia. Libby Bernard, Mr. Echo, <laughs> and what were your, What were your thoughts on those characters?
1: Um, not as attached. I was just telling Jared yesterday. I thought maybe season two was probably my least favorite, and that's because the Tailies I didn't care for too much until they get, you know, more stories later on. Um. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's how I felt about the Tailies.
0: You know, it's it's crazy about the Talies because you meet Anna Lucia in the flashback at the end of season one, Mm -hmm. and I always got the vibe they were setting up a romantic thing of her and Jack. Yeah. But it never gets paid off in that season. Like, they meet and they kind of talk, but there's never any follow-up to what they initially set up.
1: Yeah. Well, you know, they've changed a lot since right before their flight out. So, you know, (laughs) other things. (laughs) On their minds. Other things,
0: yeah. yeah. Other things happen. <laughs> like, like a plane crash and, you know.
1: That's... Also, Jack was in love with Kate, so.
0: True.
1: True.
0: True, true. <laughs> and then, but season two also brought us uh, the, well, we didn't know what his name was right at that moment, but the Henry Gale character, later known as Ben.
1: Mm-hmm. One of the best written characters in all of TV history.
0: <laughs> Which, again, it goes back to the fact that they were he was only supposed to be on the show for like five episodes mm-hmm. and it was just so good. They just, they, they kept him and made him, made him into an amazing character.
1: Oh yeah. I'm, I'm glad they did that. But... <sighs> yeah.
0: <laughs> like the scene, like I really won me over on Ben is when like Locke is uh, banging on the hatch door and asking him, Hey, did you really push the numbers? And he, it just cuts to, uh, a shot of um, the actor just like staring and kind of like smirking. It's like it makes the audience wonder: Well, did he really press it, or did, or did he not? And you know, you find out la- later. on, it's assumed okay, he really didn't press it. Just and he's just screwing with Locke, which is what he likes to do.
1: Yes, very manipulative. Typically, right, if ben. you look
0: at if you look at the the word manipulative, you'll see Ben's picture there, Benjamin <laughs> Linus. <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh yeah. <laughs>
0: Uh. Yes, and then season two ends with Michael killing Anna lucia killing Libby,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and the well. It ends with uh, Jack, Sawyer, Kate, and Hur- well, Hurley they let go, but ends with the three of them being taken by the others.
1: Yeah, terror. And this,
0: this, this show almost lost me when they did when they went to season three, because mm-hmm. I was so like excited to see, OK, they've been talking about the others for two years. What who are these people? What are what are they? What are they about? What do they have? What do they have planned on the island? What are they going to do with Jack, Kate and, and Sawyer? And this, I guess it's the problem of the, them having like a 22 episode season. They had to stretch that out forever. hmm. Which which makes season three my least... I know you said season two is your least favorite, but season three is my least favorite season because they're not doing anything. Literally, there's episodes where just that, Jack and Kate mm-hmm. are just sitting in cages, just stalling.
1: And Jack's tattoos.
0: Yeah, that's the... Yeah. Stranger in a strange land. If you guys are... ever, <laughs> If you guys think about watching Lost, you can skip that episode. It is pointless. And Nikki, Nobody asks for a flashback about Jack's tattoos. <laughs>
1: Yeah, that's when the writer strike was happening, though, so, you know, they're just making stuff up to fill the time. <laughs> yeah.
0: And giving us characters, like, like uh, we-, we teased earlier, giving us characters like Nikki and Paulo.
1: Yeah. What a great episode.
0: <laughs> uh, uh, before I get to my issues, what were your issues with Nikki and Paolo? Why did you hate them so much?
1: Just the fact that they are trying to Find the diamonds and then fighting over the diamonds, and they're on an island where it does not have any worth whatsoever. They d- they died for that. They're dumb.
0: <laughs> oh, my um my issues with Nicky and Paolo is that the fact that they they just threw them on the show with no setup whatsoever. Yeah. It's like oh they've been they've just been here the entire time. It's like no you you can't you can't do that. You have to give me a reason to care that care about these characters they're just like okay these yeah these two have been here and that stupid flashback episode where they found everything first too it's just like god just die already and then they they died in their episode and I was like okay well that was pointless
1: <laughs> Taken care of another sacrifice yeah. for the island
0: <laughs> a sacrifice for, for the viewers
1: fans.
0: yeah <laughs> uh no, I I know like like I said, season three was my least favorite, but it has one of my favorite episodes. And because Desmond's my favorite character, the yep. the Flashes Before Your Eyes episode is awesome.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I love like, the episode with Desmond. <laughs> oh god, yeah. Well, like I said, we'll in a second I'll get to my other Des- favorite Desmond yep. episode. I just like the you know, it shows you what happened after the hatch explodes. And how he's able to, is it what, I'm never entirely sure on this. So he's transferring his conscience back in time? Or did he actually travel? Oh
1: my gosh. Jared and I were just talking about this yesterday, and we were getting all confused too. We were like, no, so his mind is in the present, but is also going back in time. But his body is, I don't, yeah, we could not. (laughs) I can't help you there. I have no idea either.
0: Yeah. No, that's the thing. The, the like the detail always get kind of like tricked up on. It's like, so did he actually time? Does he actually time travel, or is it just his mind going? Back? I mean, it's yeah. a little, it, it's minor, but because the episode still works and he gets it introduces you to all this like elements of you know time travel, the whole fate. is fate. You can't change it, but especially when it introduces and sets up Charlie's demise.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, poor Charlie. <laughs> that is such a good episode though they did such a good job
0: especially too because i i remember when they first like introduced penny i was like i don't know if i'm gonna like her but then yeah that that episode it was my first start like i really i started buying into the love story
1: yeah i agree
0: well, it's like, since i mentioned charlie's demise how did you feel when they when they eventually did kill off charlie
1: awful i still do every time i rewatch it it makes me cry because he he was my original favorite and of course my favorites always die so don't use favorites people um yeah i was distraught (laughs) how could they kill him but they also led up with like he was going to die one way or another you know so it was it was a hero sacrifice in this one
0: and it led to one of the best lost moments ever of not Penny's boat. Mm
1: hmm. Yeah. More mysteries to be solved, to be seen.
0: You know, another thing that they never kind of a little sidetracked, that finale has like an older Walt visiting John.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: they never know how or why that happens.
1: I feel like a lot with Walt got. <laughs> Just never got answered.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, child actors age people, so they can, yeah. they had to write them off the show.
1: <laughs> Unless they could have said that the island makes you age quicker, but then everybody else would have to. huh?
0: Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so after after Charlie dies, it gets us to season four, which is my I think it's my favorite season. Because it's after the writers' strike, and that's the season where they started shortening the episodes to, like, 15 to 16 episodes per season. Right. That's where they're just like, okay, we know our finish line. Let's just get right to it. No more filler. No more episodes about Jack ta- Jack's tattoo or Kate's horse. <laughs> let's just let's just, uh, just go right to the finish. And before, before we start on season four, the end of season three of the whole flash forward was such mm-hmm. a big mind blown. I remember, like, because I was still catching up, I remember texting you when I was watching the episode, and it's like, oh, oh this is Jack's flashback. It's like he's talking about his wife, probably calling his wife to show up at the end. And then when you see Kate pull up, and then he yells, we have to go back, and just like, what?
1: Yeah. <laughs> they really know how to use time, whether it's the flash forwards or flash sideways and flashbacks. Just It just pulls you in again, you know?
0: Yes yeah, especially a, a, after such a lackluster season it, it ends mm-hmm. in such a like big way it's like, okay I, I gotta watch season four now.
1: <laughs> yes, yes, I agree.
0: In season four it brings us the the freighter people Um uh-huh. uh, like did you like any of the I mean who was it, it was Lapidus, Charlotte
1: <laughs>
0: miles and Faraday. Faraday
1: Yes, Faraday was another of my favorite characters. <laughs> and I asked Jared who his favorites were, and uh Lepidus was like number one. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh my God. I think he's the only one who's ever said that,
1: <laughs> probably
0: <laughs> I, I I mean Faraday was okay, but his character was just, was was just this like I know what's going on, but I can't tell you everything yeah so
1: it's kind of a you're bumbling. just got to trust me, Jack, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I still loved him.
0: Yeah, I mean, he's he's uh, a, a part of my favorite episode of all time. The the constant, the another deathbed episode.
1: Yes, everybody's favorite episode, honestly.
0: Gosh, like this—the phone call scene at the end, where he's when he's um, hoping Penny's gonna call him, always mm-hmm. like. Even now, even though I have already watched it, I already know what's going to happen, <laughs> I still get on the edge of my seat waiting. Oh my god, is pinning on to is pinning a call, him? is pinning on a call him? and then she does. And it's like I just like jump out for joy like,
1: "Yes!" <laughs> oh, I agree. It's very nerve-wracking all throughout that episode and then when she does call, you, you are definitely filled with joy and like It's wonderful. <laughs>
0: Another thing about season four is when they like they split the group it was Jack's group and Locke's uh, Locke's group. Did you mm-hmm. did you like the the split between the the survivors?
1: Um. Well, they both have different ideolo- ideologies. So, obviously, some people are going to end up with Locke and Jack, and can't always stay together forever. You can't live together and die alone, you know. <laughs> Doesn't always well, work that way.
0: Most of Locke's people died, so <laughs> they should have just stayed on check.
1: That's true. But more, just more sacrifices for the island.
0: <laughs> you know, I was actually just talking about this with my uh, my neighbor because she's a big Lost, uh, Lost fan.
1: Uh-huh.
0: If the problem that Locke had, he should have just told them, hey, so like, before i was on the island i was paralyzed and now i can walk again that's why i want to stay
1: for sure it would have made things a lot easier a lot less drama and then they might like start tapping into their connection with the island as well to be like well if he's able to walk now yeah there has to be something going on here
0: because there's an episode that like Rose mentions how she wants to stay, and they, her and Locke have a moment like, Oh, you know why I want to stay. And it flashes back to Rose in the airport seeing Locke in the wheelchair.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: it's like, Okay, there's something here. So if, if Locke ever said, Hey, you know, I was, uh, I was paralyzed, Rose can stand up and say, Hey, I was sick and now I'm cancer free. Mm
1: hmm. I was dying, and now I am healed, so this island has those powers, and I know Locke kind of did try to help everybody connect, but he didn't do it in a way that they could understand.
0: Well, uh, before we like, get more into like, the season, I, was, I just want to say, Locke probably is the most tragic character in all of television.
1: For sure. He had I feel that. Yeah. the
0: worst life ever. <sighs>
1: Yeah, and then he thinks that his time on the island is is for a purpose, and then you know.
0: Yeah, and, well, it
1: well, is Sarah, tragic.
0: Sarah, for the people listening, how explain like Locke's beginning? Like, explain what makes his life so tragic.
1: Well, he. In, ends up in foster care. And then at some point, his mom comes to find him when he's in like his, I don't know, how late would you say, 40s? Yeah,
0: he, yeah, I would say 40s. He looks like he's at his 40s, Jim. Yeah.
1: And kind of helps con him into meeting his father. Just one of the worst people you could ever imagine. And his dad essentially doesn't steal his kidney from him. You can't say that. Lost, 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 gave it away. To him. Thinking that he would receive love. In return. And then. His dad just drives off. You know. Leaves him there. And then later on. I'm going to get my seasons confused. Because I only got through season one. (laughs) Um, He meets Helen. And falls in love. And. But he still can't get away from. This obsession with wanting to. Be part of his dad's life, or have revenge on his dad, whatever he wants from his dad. And so she leaves him. Oh, it's just too much.
0: I'll I'll, I'll, I'll finish it for me. Yeah. So Helen leaves him, and again, that's it's very sad because he, this this poor man can't get over what his dad did to him. I don't, I don't think he wants revenge. I just I just think I he wants. he wants yeah acceptance. Like this was. He never knew his he never knew his family. His life at that point, even yeah, he was when he, he was 40 when he first met him. And you can tell he was still living a life that was really unfulfilled. And he that week that he spent with his dad was probably the most happy he's ever been.
1: Yeah.
0: And to have it all taken Boss del-
1: company, and- asshole boss. <laughs> <laughs> just terrible life.
0: Again, yeah, it just kids it just keeps getting worse because his father just keeps showing up. And it just he just keeps throwing wrenches into it. Like his, Locke will kind of like get into not a better place, but a, a place where he's as he's at least content. And mm-hmm. then it dashes up and just completely ruins it. Like it, like he ruins his relationship with Helen. Um, and then this is the worst part. He he throws Locke from a... is The reason why Locke is paralyzed.
1: Mm-hmm. That's <sighs>
0: uh, just, just
1: awful. Yeah, Terrible
0: story. Locke's <laughs> Lock character is just a sad character. And then, kind of, tie this all in. The season, season four ends with the reveal that Locke is dead. Yeah. And when, when they were, because the, the entire finale was based, okay, somebody's in this coffin, this guy mm-hmm. named Jeremy Bentham. Um, did you expect it to be Locke, or did you expect this to be another, another uh, castaway?
1: I definitely did not expect Locke. I don't know who I thought it was going to be, but not Locke. And I was shocked. And later on, um, my brother and I took a philosophy class together. And Jeremy Bentham was a philosopher. And I was like, man, those Lost writers they just (laughs) have every connection to everything. It's hilarious and wonderful. But no, I did not think it was going to be Locke. And I was not happy about it.
0: Uh, I know they filmed like two other uh, two other endings with like Desmond in the coffin or Sawyer in the coffin,
1: mm-hmm. just to
0: kind of fool fool people.
1: That's smart. Yeah, you know,
0: good way to avoid spoilers. Yeah. With uh, that Locke's death leads us into. I think it's it's the, the craziest season, season five, because mm-hmm. it leads to all like the the madness of like time travel, time jumping. Like people on the island are flashing through different time periods,
1: yeah.
0: Yeah, I, I don't <laughs> Did you think you like season five?
1: Did I like season five? Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, I enjoyed it. It was, it was crazy just to see them jumping through time and then the island being moved and like, I. I, I I was addicted, so I would have loved and I, I needed answers, so I had to watch <laughs> But I enjoyed it, aside from a certain person's death.
0: Well, season five, so Locke com- quote-unquote Locke comes back
1: mm-hmm.
0: and you think, okay, because the entire time I, I kept thinking, okay, maybe the island's going to bring him back to life and it does? And it's okay, Locke's I figured this was going to happen, Locke's alive. Okay, this we're really moving the pace now. He's, he's supposed to, this is what he's meant to do. He's supposed to be the leader of the island. That's, he had to die to make sure they ever want to come back, and he would be resurrected. He
1: was told, yep.
0: And then that, the finale happens, where they, they gave us an introduction to the, the other's leader called Jacob,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and, and this random guy sitting on, sitting on the beach, and he says, oh, hey, I, you know, I, I want to kill you, Jacob. And then you just you kind of think nothing of it. Nothing of it. It's like okay, opening, whatever. We we'll probably won't ever see this guy again. And then it's I revealed.
1: Jacob earlier. Uh, I don't know which season, but Ben was always talking about him.
0: Well, I'll we'll get to that in a second. Yeah, they've have yeah. introduced they quote quote, introduced Jacob before, but mm-hmm. yeah,
1: not as a person, not as a being. There, yeah. Yeah.
0: So yeah, we finally see him in the flesh. And then it's all, it's all about Locke meeting Jacob and Locke telling Ben he has to kill him for reasons unknown at that point.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And then the second, like, um, well, what happens? Oh, no, this is what happened first. Like, the the random other people on the, on the other plane show up with Locke's body, showing that, okay, Locke is really actually dead and this is a completely different character. And then when he says, that, you know how long I've been waiting to kill you? And you kind of, like, Put the pieces together. It's like, oh, it's the guy from, it's the guy from the beginning. Mm-hmm. And again, a, another lost finale that just leaves me like mind blown. It's like, and he kills Jacob, and then it's like, okay, who is this guy? What, what's happening? Did you before you found out in the the very next episode who the guy was? Who did you think it was?
1: Oh, I again, I had no idea. I can't keep up with the writers. They're too clever for me. <laughs> I just waited until they gave me the answers, essentially. <laughs> now, what answers we, I did get.
0: Right? Now, they do reveal, it's the very next episode, in the premiere, that it, it's the smoke monster. We haven't actually talked a little about this. We haven't talked about the smoke monster yet. Mm-hmm. Again, going back to the pilot, that was, like, the first little hook of, you hear, like, the monster in the background, mm-hmm. and he kills the and now, yeah, that was the first big mystery of Lost. It's like, okay, what is this monster? What is it? And then you don't you don't even see it until until the finale. And even when even in the finale, you just see black smoke, and you're not, you're still not even sure if that's the monster until like an episode in season two where the monster just like stares down Echo, and it is and you to reveal, okay, it is this big pillar of black smoke.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Who knew a villain could be a pillar of black smoke?
0: And, you know, like any other show, it might have been silly. But, (laughs) you know, it it just sounds like it sounds cheap. It sounds lazy. Like, oh, it's just you can't you can't think of what a a monster is. It's just going to be a smoke. But it works.
1: (laughs) It certainly does. They did a great job.
0: (laughs) It's like uh, going to and I'll talk. I'm going to talk about Supernatural another day. But going back to (laughs) Supernatural, it's like, oh, the demons are black smoke. It's like, okay, you know, CW budget, but it works in the context of that show.
1: It does. Yeah, I agree on that one, too.
0: Anyways, yeah, so we've seen the monster, like, kind of semi-regularly, just kind of wandering around. Sometimes it kills people. Sometimes it just stares them down. We We don't exactly know what it is. There's an episode where Ben like, summons it to kill um, Widmore's people, so you think, okay, Ben controls it, but we don't, we don't finally get the answer to the monster until the last season, season six, mm-hmm. and episode where it's revealed, okay, this, the guy, this is the guy from the, the beach of Jacob. He's the monster.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, Smokey, as we call him, although I think my lost encyclopedia calls him Samuel, but I, you know, he was never given a name.
0: (laughs) Yeah. He was given, he was Samuel on like the sides, but they never actually gave him a name on the show. Yeah. Which I mean, I like Smokey. Smokey works.
1: Smokey. That's, you know, that's his name.
0: Yeah. Oh man. And then, yeah. So Smokey's revealed, he he reveals he's the, he's the guy kind of pulling the strings and you kind of, like you mentioned how, Oh, Ben talked about Jacob before. And he's like, you see, you quote, unquote, see Jacob in an episode of season three mm-hmm. and you think, OK, that, that was Jacob. And you find out, oh, no, it's been the smoke monster all along, mm-hmm. just mani- so, slowly manipulating people because he impersonates dead people. So you've seen like images of like Chris, uh, Jack's father, Christian, walking around, mm-hmm. um, Mr. Echo's brother, Yimmy, walking around, too. Um, I've seen people online said that the, the spiders that killed Nikki and Paulo that was a smoke monster as well.
1: Huh. I hadn't heard of that one, but sure. Oh, because
0: it makes like the ticka ticka sound.
1: Oh yeah. Okay. Um. I wonder why he didn't inhabit their bodies then.
0: You know. Oh no! One, no one cares to see them again. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you if you saw Nicky and Paulo again, would you would you listen to him? No. No,
1: no. You're right.
0: Yeah. <laughs> But basically so basically in the season six we find out that the monster has been pulling a long con and he's been trying to manipulate everybody so he can get off the island
1: mm-hmm. which
0: i still think they should have let him off the island for god's sakes what, what, what was the worst that was going to happen
1: he's he's like evil incarnate right so i mean i honestly the real world where the island existed Is still probably a bad place. So maybe nothing. (laughs) (laughs) But he wasn't supposed to leave the island. You know how the island gets.
0: Oh my gosh, this whole leaving the island thing. So, I mean, (laughs) let's let's skip ahead. It's revealed that the monster is Jacob's brother. And, like, so Jacob doesn't want his brother to leave. But Jacob left all the time.
1: Yeah, what
0: the hell? Oh, no one can leave the island. Well, Jacob's just walking around, meeting people, touching candidates, you know. But poor, poor Smokey, just sitting in the island, like, I just want to get off the island. What, is, what does he want to do? Does he want to date somebody? Does he <laughs> want to go watch a movie? <laughs> just
1: another unsolved mystery and lost.
0: I bet you anything Jacob came back to the island is like, hey, Smokey, so I just got some pizza. I uh, went and saw the <laughs> movie called Avatar. It's pretty dope. Uh, <laughs> and Smokey's just like, I just want to kill you so I can leave and just explore my life. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I guess being trapped on the island for who knows how long, hundreds of years at least, would make you, you know, want out. (laughs) Yeah. yeah.
0: Now, um, to to get a little bit into that, the episode where they reveal their past is a very controversial episode. I know a lot of, it's called Across the Sea, and a lot of people hated it. Did you hate it when it first aired?
1: Oh, no, I loved every second of it. (laughs) The writers could pretty much do no wrong by me um, no I thought it was very interesting I I loved it I and this is the one that uh, they introduced the mom right
0: yeah yeah Alice and Janie
1: yeah no I loved it very interesting to me I, you got their backstory I felt like I mean as child children
0: I think the problem with the episode it was such it was badly placed. Because mm. it came after the episode where everyone died, or almost everyone died, yeah. And then it's like, okay, hey, we'll just take a break and we'll just do this little side story. It's like, all right, well, we want to kind of get back to the main plot, so yeah.
1: I could understand that. But they yeah, also think, had to answer more questions, you know, and they were running out of time once again. I, the time constraint. But again,
0: it, it gave us a lot more questions. Too.
1: <laughs> yes, that's very true.
0: <laughs> like, I think if they would have just put it, like, maybe like episode three or four. And then you kind of know, then that way after that, you know about the light, you know why Jacob's, why the why the smoke monster can't leave, why he has all these candidates. It would just, it would make the story flow better.
1: Yeah, I can agree with that. Yeah,
0: yeah so like I said, the, the candidates. So season six, we find out that Jacob has candidates to replace him as leader of the island. It was uh, Jack, Hurley, Sawyer, Jenner's son, and Saeed, right? And Kate. Well, oh, no, Kate wasn't For a candidate. Like, like in
1: the very, you're talking about at the very, very end.
0: Yeah, yeah, but like at the original, at the beginning, he it, it was, it was what, it was yeah. Oh yeah, Locke was a kid, but Locke died. Yeah, yeah And early. Right. Yeah, early.
1: Yes, a lot there. I remember there being a lot of names on the cave wall that got crossed out, and I remember why, but I don't remember who was left. Yeah, the, the
0: final five, yeah, the final five because Kate wasn't one, Kate was, a, well, Kate was a, Kate's name is crossed out, but it was, yeah, it was Jack, Hurley, Sawyer, uh, like I said, Junior's son, and, Sa- and Said, yeah.
1: yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Did you, did you, um, first of all, I say, who did you think the candidate was going to be?
1: Well, Jack, of course, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they pushed they push that pretty hardcore, um, yeah. which. Yeah, I definitely thought it was Jack. Jared thought it was Hurley, and I like that we both ended up being right, you know.
0: <laughs> Look at you—you compromise like a like a good like a good couple there.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, we we I guess we got lucky because we were both right in that Jack did take over for the for a little bit, and then Hurley took over after him. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I like. I did like that story. I like the little like. I mean, it was obviously going to be Jack, but I like. I was yeah. like, okay, Jack was only going to be for now, but it was going. To, it was Hurley overall.
1: Yes. Though I think originally it was supposed to be Walt. You know, all his abilities and such. that.
0: Well, another thing, season six introduced us to, like you alluded to earlier, the Flash sideways. Mm-hmm. and the entire the entire season they kept showing us this like alternate life of where the the plane didn't crash and they didn't they didn't go to the island and there was a mystery of what what were these sideways what what are we watching and then you find out in the finale and this is what people get so mm-hmm. i don't I don't get it that people get so confused about this <laughs> you you find out that like this the sideways are it, it's purgatory it's the afterlife yes and but for some reason, people keep thinking that, okay, so they were, they were dead the entire time. It's like, no, they would, <laughs> it says it in the episode. You know, everything <laughs> happened, happened. And then, like, yes. some, some of you died before, some of you died long after you, but you all just ended up here.
1: Yes. Yes, I, I don't get it either. Somebody we should get on this call is Quentin Piggy's because the entire, I mean, for all of Lost, he thought it was all purgatory the whole time. And I was like, "No, no!" They even said everything that happened happened. <laughs> but I can see the confusion with Purgatory. They finally did; it was Purgatory for a whole season, and so people were just like, "Oh yeah, so they were they were really dead the whole time, right?" <laughs> oh gosh.
0: Yeah. That's just such an oversimplification of, of the show.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah I don't.
0: <laughs> I just that finale always. It's just those those last moments, like of J- uh, Jack and Kate's reunion, Charlie and Claire's reunion. Mm-hmm. Um, even like I was telling you the other day, like I, when Boone and Jack see each other, it's just such a like a fulfilling moment for Jack because going back to season one, Boone was the first guy that were yeah Boone was the first situation that he failed in. He couldn't yeah. save him. Yeah, and like Boone kind of walking up to him and kind of like giving them like. It's okay, not and like Jack, like kind of hugging him. It's like that was like the acceptance. Like, wow, he it's he still thought of Bruno his, his entire time, you know.
1: Oh yeah, of course he would. <laughs> That's just part of Jack's character. He can't let it go.
0: Yeah. Now there is one thing with the finale that I hate
1: mm-hmm. it. Think we can Side,
0: bring up. and Shannon.
1: Mhm. <laughs> mhm. I told stories about Nadia. He gets off of the island and he ends up with Nadia. And then somehow in the afterlife he's with Shannon.
0: Makes no sense. His entire life, as from what Loss has told us, he was determined to get back to this woman. Yes. He finally does. And he's with her for like what, a good like two years before mm-hmm. she died.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: yet he's like the after like oh shannon was your true love you only knew shannon for a couple days but
1: whatever unacceptable yeah i won't i i don't allow that one either that one still makes me pretty angry
0: (laughs) that one's just like you know uh, we just gotta throw we have to have a reason to have shannon in the afterlife not
1: really no you don't
0: (laughs) no no
1: shannon yeah that that was probably the only part of the finale that i didn't like is it just didn't make sense you know i mean there's a lot that doesn't make sense with lost but as far as their stories and connection and stuff i can see because they said it was like the most important time for them so shannon still could have been there but it didn't have to be connected to saeed
0: no no exactly yeah
1: that portion doesn't make sense
0: other than that but i think the finale was a good finale it wrapped everything mostly up and
1: it <laughs> <laughs> uh, wrapped things up <laughs>
0: yeah exactly but i mean i mean there's, there no finale is going to be perfect as you, as you've seen with the recent game of thrones finale every finale is going to be divisive now <laughs> loss is not as divisive as that as that one but still i think they I feel like to it show.
1: was back in the day there, you either hated it or you loved it.
0: Well, I, I haven't yet to find anyone who's actually loved the finale of uh, Game of Thrones. So
1: yeah, there's I'm I'm in the same boat there. There's yeah.
0: <laughs> oh gosh, but yeah. So let's I mean let's talk a little bit about the legacy Lost left because I think ever since Lost ended what, back in 2010, mm. networks have been trying to find the next
1: Lost. For sure. It just, again, they had such a connection with their characters and so much mystery involved. And it, that's hard to duplicate.
0: <laughs> uh, but they've, they've tried it. There was sure V, have. Alcatraz. Um, there was that one, like, I think it was called The Event. I just remember they kept, like, forcing that down everyone's throat.
1: I know there was uh, one recently that was on a plane or something, and they...
0: Oh, manifest! That's that's on. They just got they got renewed for season two. That's going to air out sometime next year. But yeah, it has a very lot has a very lost feel yes, to it. it um, Revolution, a show that I was on, by the way, uh, <laughs> also <laughs> <had> a <laughs> very <laughs> yeah yeah a little cheap plug for myself. Um, <laughs> yeah, Revolution also had a very like we're going to try to be the next lost vibe, and yeah. for some reason it just I <clears throat> it just doesn't work. Like I don't, and they. I've, and I've seen, I saw most of their pilots. It starts off well, but yeah. it, you just can't recapture that same magic again.
1: Yeah, well, they don't have the same writers, or maybe even like the same time. If that makes sense, it's a different time now. So,
0: I think the closest we've ever that, that we've gotten to is was Once Upon a Time.
1: Yeah, that was a good show. But didn't that have some of the lost riders on it?
0: Yeah, it had some of the lost okay. riders on there and had some of the lost cast on there too.
1: Mm hmm. Dear old Claire.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that was, uh... yeah, once upon a time was, it was good until it started like really just, okay, let's just, let's just, just uh, focus on all these Disney stuff. Let's bring in Frozen because Frozen made a bunch of money, you know.
1: Oh, Lord. I didn't get too far in that either. Um,
0: it's kind of, yeah, knows that for me, but
1: yeah, yeah.
0: But no, yeah, like 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 we're saying, man, fifteen years later, you still feel like the impact of lost. Uh, would you be down if they ever wanted to do a reboot or like a refresh of it? Would you be interested in watching it? <sighs>
1: mm-hmm. Yes and no, because I love it, so I'd like to see like what I guess new actors or new characters could bring to it, and maybe they would answer different mysteries um but no because i think it's perfect as it was
0: (laughs) no i i I agree with you i i couldn't imagine them trying to like do a reboot or refresh of it it was it was perfect it was good
1: do some like side stories from it you know
0: yeah they ever did like shorts of like curly's life with ben on after after the island or like kind of walking around the island too, you know yeah, just stuff like that. But a full-on series, I would just be kind of like, okay, now let's, let's let let the past die.
1: Yeah, well, and I'd feel like that would be for money and not for not for the show, I guess. You know. <laughs>
0: yeah, 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 Since um, since we've, like I said, Damon Lindelof was kind of the head of Lost. Have you been keeping up with his other projects, like The Leftovers or recently Watchmen?
1: I definitely watched all of the leftovers, and let me tell you how excited I was when I saw you on there again.
0: That's right, Le- the leftovers. Another show that I was on. <laughs> no, it's <a> plug. <laughs> <laughs> Season two. You know, just if you if you peruse season th- two, you will see me <laughs> in certain episodes. Like, and, and it's like, I, yeah, you, it was you that texted me. Like, yeah. I just saw leftovers, and I completely forgot that I did that. <laughs> and then i went back like oh yeah there i am and then i'm just like clear as day on screen so.
1: oh yeah you had like a good a good few seconds there and i was like oh my god um yes i i loved the leftovers too and that another confusing show for sure um i need to watch watchmen uh i was kind of not wanting to just because of the movie you know but then I was told that Damon Lindelof was part of it. So I was like, okay, I should give it a shot.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I, haven't, I haven't started Watchmen yet, but I've heard like amazing things about it. So I'm I don't know, I've just been so busy lately. I'm just waiting for like the perfect... Yeah. I, it's, I mean, it's raining right now, but it's like the perfect rainy day to, to watch it.
1: Uh-huh. Yeah, I agree with you. We'll get there. We can do our next one on Watchmen.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're speaking of speaking of leftovers. Were you happy with that ending?
1: Um, I think I'm still too confused about it. <clears throat> Excuse me to uh, to even make <laughs> a judgment on it. I didn't hate it, and I didn't like it. So I'm just in between right now.
0: <laughs> I this is this sounds bad. I'm sorry for any of my fellow leftovers who. Were also worked on the show. I have actually never seen a single episode. Uh, I've <laughs> only seen clips. <laughs> uh-huh. um, clips that people will send me uh, that kind of will happen to feature me in it. And um, yeah, I've never actually seen Leftovers. I, I want to watch it because, again, I like Damon lennon Love.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And uh, yeah, they filmed season two in Texas.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And then they moved season three to Australia. That's when I kind of, yeah, I'll, I'll catch it later on. And I just yeah. never got a chance to get back and watch it. <clears throat> it's
1: funny how it also ended up in Australia,
0: right? I guess he, I guess he just loves Australia. Hey, spoiler for Watchmen: it's going to end in it's going to end in Australia. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Something's going to happen in Australia, that's for sure. Um, yeah, you should uh, watch uh, Overs. It's good.
0: Yeah, I'll, I'll add it to my watch list after yeah. after Watchmen and uh, and The Boy. Yeah. <laughs> So any, any, any final thoughts on Lost 15 years later?
1: Um, just that I still love it, and I am always looking for a new group of friends who hasn't seen it yet to watch it with, because it's always great to have all of this knowledge that they don't know and get to see their reactions while they're going through everything we went through in the beginning. <laughs>
0: I I'm actually i the same way. I'm always looking for new people who have like, Oh I've never seen Lost. Okay. You gotta watch it. It's great. I'll I'll watch it with you. Oh, and yeah. then when you when you rewatch it, you you notice things that that you didn't pick up the first time. Like like kind of like um the episode when you when you first meet Locke, he's talking to that phone lady and he keep call he calls her Helen and it's like, Oh, he's calling her Helen because of his, mm-hmm. his old his old girlfriend. <laughs> he's still hung up on that. It's like it's just again the storytelling of loss is amazing how yeah. they're able to like lay certain little details and it just blossoms <laughs> later on. It's, it's perfect.
1: I think my favorite connection there um, was in one of Desmond's episodes when he's walking down the street and Charlie is on the street singing and he says, maybe you're going to be the one that saves me. And that still, uh, still blows my mind. And that was I on a second you're... viewing.
0: God, I even, yeah, and I, see, I, see I, I just rewatched it. I didn't even think about that, yeah.
1: No, and see, and there, it's, it has different connections for different people, too. Like, you could see <laughs> an episode, and then you rewatch it, and you're like, oh, my God, I see that one, I see that one, but maybe that person didn't see it.
0: <laughs> well, so you're like,
1: oh, you have to rewatch it then.
0: Exactly. Like, I remember one of the biggest complaints after – the finale. It's like okay, maybe this kind of kills the rewatchability of Lost. It's like well, why? Well, you, they just they're just all dead at the end. It's like no, that doesn't kill the rewatchability of it. If you you can still go back and see like like you just said, see things that you missed the first time, and just see all those little interconnecting little pieces, and it's just fun. Like the show is just a lot of fun to watch. And oh yeah, I miss the days of like TV where it's just, like week to week, wondering what's gonna happen next. You know.
1: Yeah. Well. <coughs> I miss those, and also I love binging, too, because then you don't have to wait on the mysteries to be solved, but it was way much different back then when you did have to wait in, in between seasons when it'd be months, and you're like, oh my god, what what was happening? Now I have to wait forever. And yeah.
0: <laughs> All right, Sarah. Well, put, put yourself over. Where can people find you on the social medias?
1: Okay, where can they? Um, I'm pretty much just on Instagram at at a Hobbit's Life for me, the number four. That's me. <laughs>
0: uh, well, Sarah, thank you so much for being on. You guys can also follow me at Instagram at the Chris Crusade and on Twitter at the Chris Lim-G. And this podcast is on YouTube. Uh, I just put the audio on there. It's But you can also check it out on Podbeam stitcher spotify now on iHeartRadio. radio yeah we're we're just we're chugging we're chugging along we're making it we're making it happen here
1: you sure are you do so many episodes <laughs> <laughs> and thanks for having us
0: well no of course it's, it's always a pleasure to talk to like and i'm I, this is i'm being completely honest one of the best people ever seriously if you if you know sarah in real life you know how amazing she is she's just like a little bundle of joy So. <laughs>
1: I don't think that's the uh, how it was when we worked together, though. Joy, I wouldn't say that.
0: Before, before, okay, before we wrap, I gotta, I do gotta give a little Sarah Bo story. So, <laughs> we used to work at the movie theater, and Sarah would just love to close the movie theater early, like <laughs> the last show time would be like ten forty-five, and we would we we would play a little game, but what I won't talk about later. I will I'll ta- I won't talk about it right now because yeah, you know, but <laughs> we would. Uh, I believe so it's yeah, a ice cream. Yeah, we, yeah well, I'll just say, we would, we would guess who the last person would be to come watch a movie. And then 9, 10 to 10, Sarah would always be right. So I'll just leave it at that. But, uh, <laughs> but anyways, uh, Sarah would like to close the theater early. So like I said, last show time would be 10.45. And five minutes later, like, okay, I'm going to close the doors. And you would always just lock him up. So after you left the theater, I was still there a couple months afterwards, I would just, like, say, all right, I'm pulling a bow. I'm closing early. <laughs> <laughs> and it just, like, stuck with everybody. Like, so, like, days, weeks later would go by, like, oh, Chris, you going to pull a bow? Yeah, I sure am. Close up, <laughs> close up early.
1: Oh, glad my legacy lives on. Or did, exactly. at least, back then.
0: <laughs> I, I, would, I liked, would like to think that maybe someone at that old theater is saying, hey, I'm going to pull a bow.
1: Yeah, we still have um Jake and Jacob and Ricky there, right? Yeah,
0: yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well I guess it's always a pleasure talking with you. I'm glad you were to come on and talk to lost. I I wanna I should have you back on when I when I talk about supernatural.
1: Sure. I haven't I've gone to I think I ended at season six.
0: <laughs> well, I mean you have a lot of time to catch up. The show ends next year. So, oh. get, yeah, get, with
1: how many seasons, though? Dang.
0: You have about nine seasons to catch
1: up. Oh, God. <laughs> Ooh, we'll see about that. <laughs>
0: yeah, we'll see. All right, guys. Well, that's a wrap on Cerebo, and that's a wrap on this episode. I will catch you guys next time And What's My Line. Thanks.